It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here on Tuesday, April 21st, as we stand just two days away from the start of the 2020 NFL Draft. Can you believe it? Two days away. We're f- I, I, I keep saying it every day, of course, but it's just so exciting that we're getting closer and closer to finally getting the start of this, and I, I'm just I'm just ready to go. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm ready to actually start talking about a pick here. Um, I've also I've got my mock draft that I'm working on, and I am trying to grind through a full seven round mock here. So I will be dropping that likely on Thursday and sharing my picks with the Panthers and going through uh, my full first round. So that'll be on Thursday. Like I said, we've got uh, finishing or or just about finishing up the positional previews today and tomorrow. Today, we're going to look at the linebackers and then tomorrow, of course, defensive backs. But um, before we get into that, uh, there was a little bit of news today or that, that dropped yesterday, rather, from the Panthers that I thought was really cool. It's just, you know, another another addition to the Panthers in terms of players giving back to their community amid this COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago, of course, about Christian McCaffrey and the 22andU fundraiser that he started. Well, yesterday, Shaq Thompson, the linebacker, uh, it was... A, he announced that he is going to partner with Atrium Health and um, and Bojangles to help donate 2,000 meals to local healthcare workers across the four different Charlotte area campuses of the Atrium Health. So the way this is working, Shaq is going to partner with Atrium Health and Bojangles as well as other local restaurants. In total, they will provide 2,000 meals for healthcare workers at four different Atrium Health campuses across the Charlotte area. Over the next two weeks, 1,200 meals uh, from Bojangles will be delivered to workers at Atrium's main hospital. And then a few other local restaurants will help provide around 800 meals for the auxiliary campuses around Charlotte. Shaq had this to say, quote, I know I'm blessed enough to be in a position to give back, and I felt like this would be the perfect time to help out. This is the right time to help the first responders and their families to at least take something off their plate. So I just wanted to do something for them, tell them we appreciate them and what they're doing for the world, trying to keep people safe. He also said, I live here. I love it here. I care about this community. I care about people. I want to see that and know that as... Uh, the Panthers, or the, at least the article on the Panthers website also writes, Thompson found it important to not only serve those who are providing critical health services to the public, but also to purchase from local restaurants whose businesses have been impacted by the pandemic. 
And they also write, Thompson plans to provide an ongoing meal service for families who have been classified as homeless or who are temporarily living in unstable housing like local motels. He's working with a grassroots network of service providers to make sure that 20 families receive dinner several times per week. And this isn't the first time that Shaq Thompson has already been involved in uh, in working with someone here. Earlier this month, Thompson also partnered with 49ers defensive end Eric Armstead to provide meals for healthcare workers in Sacramento, California, which is where both of them are from. Uh, but Thompson wanted to do in the same. They said Thompson wanted to do the same in the city where he has played since 2015. As he said, "quote I got drafted here, and they've opened their arms to me and my family, and they've loved me ever since." Uh, he also went on to talk about his mother, who unfortunately passed away. He said, "My mom was always big into giving back and taking care of people and stuff like that." I think that's one trait that I took from her before she passed. That's where that comes from because she was loving and giving. So just just a great story from Shaq Thompson. You know, great to see again. Like like we talked about with Christian McCaffrey, he has the the twenty two and you. So good to see just more players, more um, athletes figures owners whatever the case may be just continuing to give back you know obviously it's a tough time and uh, as i always say hopefully you guys out there are staying well staying safe staying healthy and hopefully soon things will start to get back to normal a little bit i know some states are uh, starting to open up a little bit with uh you know depending on their their curve with the with with the number of positive cases, uh, but it's good to see we're slowly but surely kind of getting back to normal. So uh, just, you know, as long as we just keep doing what we've been doing, uh, we should be back, you know, and hopefully we'll have sports back by um, maybe the second half of the year. We'll see. Uh, Obviously, unfortunately, you know, things like concerts are probably going to go by the wayside and you know other things but at least we should still have you know some sports and obviously we've got the draft this week we had uh michael jordan that documentary started on sunday which i thought the first two parts were really great i'm excited for parts three and four on this coming sunday but uh, again just a just a great story here from from shaq thompson uh providing all these meals so it's uh just just another way for the Panthers to help the Charlotte area and um, just say thank you for for what they've been doing. So good story there. Again, glad glad to see it. So bit of a uh, bit of a positive start to uh, to this Tuesday for sure. And um, speaking of local communities here in the Charlotte area, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over there. At Queen City Beauty Group, which is proud to announce their online consultation program. So, do you have questions about your skin? Are you using the right products for your skin type? Have you been struggling with your skin but don't want the hassle of going to a specialist? Well, truly great skincare is now just a few clicks away with Queen City Beauty Group's online consultation program. As Nichelle Mosley will analyze and assess your photos prior to your appointment and they will video chat with you on your appointment day which is about a 30 minute appointment 
and they'll even develop a protocol for your individual skin conditions as well as make product recommendations for you that will help you achieve your goals and they'll even follow up with you on your progress. They have targeted solutions that will work on your skin regardless of condition and they can remotely treat clients for a number of skin conditions including psoriasis, melasma, hormonal acne, and so many others. So don't struggle with your skin anymore or don't let a loved one struggle either. Whether you just want to help with mild acne or you'd like to get assistance with major correction, Queen City Beauty Group would love to help. To book an online consultation with Nichelle Mosley at Queen City Beauty Group, just go to queencitybeautygroup.com, click on online consultation, and you'll be ready to go. Queen City Beauty Group, where they have skincare for all. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So before we touch on linebackers, uh, like I said, two days away from the start of the NFL draft and round number two, touch on that for a short period. Round number two has been um, pretty kind for the most part uh, for the Carolina Panthers in their history. Obviously, they've gotten a good bit of uh, very solid players throughout their franchise history. In the second round, uh, Mike Rucker, 1999, 38th overall pick, was a was a very solid contributor for them. Amini Silatolu, uh, 2012, second round pick, uh, 40th overall. He, you know, provided some decent depth over the years for the Panthers. You know, had some spot starts, but um, overall, not a bad pick. Uh, Kwan Short, of course, has been a stalwart. On the defensive line, he was the 44th overall pick in 2013. Another defensive tackle they also took with a 44th overall pick in 2001 that had himself a very productive Panthers career. That was Chris Jenkins, who um, he went on to play seven years for the Panthers, played in 85 games, racked up 216 tackles, 20 and a half sacks. In, uh, in those seven years, and then he played the last three years of his career with the New York Jets before retiring. So he was a he was another solid second-round pick for them. Um, jury's still out, of course, on Dante Jackson. Mike Minter had himself a, a solid career in after being drafted in 1997. He played, actually, his entire career, uh, about 10 years for the Panthers, played in 148 games, 17 career interceptions, uh, 11 forced fumbles, 11 fumble recoveries, and 805 total tackles. So one of the first great defensive backs that the Panthers had in their career. Uh, Ryan Khalil, another longtime uh, offensive line uh, key cog for the Panthers, drafted with the 59th overall pick in 2007. He, of course, played 
just about his entire career. 12 of his 13 seasons came with the Carolina Panthers. He, of course, spent his final season last year with the New York Jets playing in seven games. But, you know, obviously injuries, especially in the later portion of his career, kind of did him in a little bit. But overall, a very steady 13, uh, 13-year career for uh, for Ryan Khalil. Again, 12 years with the Carolina Panthers. He had about half those years he played in all 16 games. But again, there were some seasons where injuries kind of got in the way. But he's another guy I would argue, or you could definitely argue, was a very good hit in round number two. And James Bradbury, look, he certainly um, had his up and down moments, but he was one of the better corners that the Panthers have had, excuse me, over the last couple of seasons. And of course, just got paid like a big time corner, almost 15 million a year from the New York Giants. He, of course, was the 62nd overall pick by the Panthers in 2016. And then, of course, Taylor Moten has been dominant on the right side of the offensive line for the Panthers. And he, of course, was the 64th overall pick by the Panthers in 2017. Now, of course, there have been some uh, rather interesting picks. Oh, and, of course, Deshaun Foster. Can't forget him. 2002, 34th overall pick. So, and then last but not least, I wanted to uh, kind of save this guy f- for the end. Moussa Muhammad, one of the uh, one of the greats in Panthers history. Eleven total seasons with the Carolina Panthers. First, he went from '96 to 2004 with the Panthers. Then spent uh, three seasons with the Chicago Bears before coming back to Carolina for two final seasons he had three seasons with the Panthers of at least a thousand yards his career high was in 2004 where he had 1,405 receiving yards on 93 catches and 16 touchdowns in total uh, with his time with the Panthers played 155 games caught 696 passes for 9,255 yards and 50 touchdowns. And then in three years with the Bears, played in 47 games, caught uh, 164 passes for 2,183 yards and 12 touchdowns. So his total numbers, 860 receptions in 202 games, 11,438 career receiving yards and 62 career touchdowns so without a doubt one of the not just one of the best second round picks ever by the Carolina Panthers but um, one of the just one of the greats in Carolina Panthers history he of course still goes down as one of the uh, one of the highest ranked players in a number of in a number of categories for the Panthers Um of course, Steve Smith, obviously one of the greatest, if not the greatest player in Panthers history. But he, of course, was a third-round pick in 2001, 74th overall. Moussa Muhammad was the second-round pick. So um, so those were the top guys. Obviously, they've had uh, kind of some misses over the years. Guys like 
Uh, Jimmy Clausen obviously didn't pan out. Uh, Coney Ely was very hit and miss. Uh, Devin Funches had his moments to break through with the Panthers, but never really panned out. Um, you know, the jury is still kind of out on Curtis Samuel. Still hasn't had that breakout season, but uh, between his injuries and Cam Newton's injuries, it doesn't feel like he's had that uh, that full chance to showcase his ability yet. So, you know, time remains to be seen there. So, some some down picks, but for the most part, round they've been able to find some value uh, in round two. And, you know, we've touched on a couple especially at the cornerback position, and we'll touch on that again tomorrow, uh, some guys that they could uh, that they could target in round two. But uh, today, like I said, we're going to focus, or I just want to touch a little bit on the linebacker position because, like I said, we, we only have two positions to go, number one, um, as we're just wrapping it up. And, you know, linebacker, of course – we know it's obviously a, a pretty key need with Luke Keekley being out. You know, they did go out and sign Tyre Whitehead to a one year deal. You've got Shaq Thompson who just got the extension last year, and then uh, you got two former draft picks from a couple years ago that you're you're waiting to see how much more they re- really have, particularly Jermaine Carter, because Carter's a guy we've talked about a little bit, especially when he came into the league as a uh, potential replacement for Luke Keek, or uh, not even a replacement because we didn't think he'd uh, he'd have to be thrust in this soon. You know, we certainly didn't think Luke Keekley would be retiring this year, but we thought of Jermaine Carter as a, a solid backup to Luke Keekley and can play a little bit across the formation. Now he's going to get his opportunity uh, to fill in that middle linebacker spot. And then, of course, Andre Smith, who they took in the seventh round a couple years ago. Still a pretty good special teamer, but um, doesn't feel like he's really going to see the field too much on defensive snaps. So linebacker, probably a position they're going to target. And look, we've pretty much beat the dead horse on this at this point on Isaiah Simmons as a, uh, as a very possible option with the seventh overall pick. Don't think I have to get too much more into what Isaiah Simmons would bring to the table. I mean, the kid's just a stud. We we know that. So I don't th- I don't think we have to spend too much more time on that. But some of the other names, obviously, to look at at linebacker, maybe not necessarily for the Panthers, because, um, well, you never know. These guys could reach the Panthers at thirty-seven, or at least one of them could. Uh, Patrick Queen out of LSU. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna make it to the Panthers at thirty-eight. I I kind of think his floor might be the Saints. You know, I I feel pretty good about the possibility that the Saints could be looking at Patrick Queen's position that they need as well, and you've got the Louisiana factor. But Kenneth Murray, you know, if Baltimore passes on him at twenty-eight, um Murray could slip a little bit. Maybe he he makes it to the Panthers at thirty-eight and he fills that role. Uh, and you've got a couple guys that I think are could be pretty good uh, between the inside and the outside, depending on uh, how you feel about these guys. You've got Malik Harrison out of Ohio State, who I think could be a good middle backer. Logan Wilson out of Wyoming, again, another guy that he's been a tackling machine, 
and uh, I think it fit in pretty well in the middle of a defense. And then probably one of my favorite uh, mid-round linebacker prospects that I think would fit in very nice for the Panthers. And, you know, I know a lot of other people love him, and um, the fit just feels pretty good here. And that's Akeem Davis Gaither of Appalachian State. Um, and I think we've touched on him a bit before. I remember watching him at the Senior Bowl, and they've they let him move around a little bit in the linebacker spot. Um most people seem to think his best fit is probably on the outside uh, as, as a will, which you know, would fit in very nice for, for this Panthers defense. You could have Davis Gaither and Shaq Thompson kind of on the outside. Well, Shaq, of course, really can play multiple positions, and then maybe you let Jermaine Carter kind of run in the middle. So Akeem Davis Gaither is a guy that I think would work out really well if, uh, if the pos or if that situation ends up happening, then, you know, other guys you're looking at as as just names to watch, uh, Willie Gay of Mississippi State, uh, Troy Dye of Oregon has been getting a lot of love, Jordan Brooks was another tackling machine at Texas Tech, uh, Evan Weaver is a guy I really like out of Cal, and then you're getting into guys like, uh, you know, David Woodward's on here too. I want to touch on Woodward. A bit because Woodward's an intriguing guy too. He was, you know, big time leader of that Utah State defense. And again, a guy, another guy that kind of racked up the tackle numbers. But we've mentioned his his uh, injury history as well too. He's had a broken vertebrae. Uh, he's had concussions. So he has uh, he he has a pretty pretty noticeable list of uh, of injuries over his career both in high school and in college but if he can stay healthy I think early on he'll he could provide a lot of good special teams value so it'll be really intriguing where he ends up going uh, Marcus Bailey out of Purdue Joe Batchy of Michigan State Justin Strad of Wake Forest Michael Walker is another intriguing guy here too out of Fresno State uh, really really intrigued by him Davian Taylor is a guy that's been seeming to get some love out of Colorado. Shaq Quarterman. Look, it's not many people are able to become the heart and soul of the Miami defense, right? And Shaq did it for four years. So Shaq's going to be an interesting one to watch as well, too. And uh, I, th I think he could fit in pretty well. Jacob Phillips at LSU. Uh, TJ Brunson of South Carolina. Cameron Brown of Penn State. Um, I was enamored with him at the Senior Bowl. You know, not a lot of people have been talking about Cam Brown. He's got pretty good size, about 6'5", 232. Uh, he was one of the, he was another one of those guys that the NFL wanted to see, uh, especially at the Senior Bowl, I should say, wanted to see what he could do at multiple positions. They let him run the defense for a little bit. They they let him run on the outside, drop back into coverage. Really wanted to see what he can do. And he had to learn, you know, because I remember talking to him at the Senior Bowl. He told me about, you know, the different positions he had to play at Penn State, the different uh, new stuff that he had to learn kind of on the fly, especially his senior year because he was playing a new position as a senior. So he was kind of all over the field, uh, both between his time at Penn State and during the week in Mobile 
at the Senior Bowl. So, you know, there's a lot of people seem to have him kind of low on their board. So, you know, there's a possibility he may not even get drafted, but uh, he could be one of those one of those interesting undrafted free agent picks when the draft is over. And I've said before, uh, that's going to be, I think, one of the most fascinating points of this draft, too, is all the talent that's going to be available because with how unpredictable this draft is going to be, there's a good chance that there's going to be a lot of talent that slips through the cracks and ends up being available once that final pick is made on Saturday night. So it's, it's going to be a, a scramble for for these undrafted free agents and cam brown could be one of those guys you know we'll you know maybe the panthers target him who knows it's uh i I think he's i'm gonna be really intrigued where where he where he gets drafted if he gets drafted and then uh if he doesn't get drafted how kind of prioritized is he going to be in the uh in the undrafted room but that's just kind of a a rough skim through of the linebacker position. Uh, so of course, like I said, we've got one, one position left to run through or one position group. I should say that's the defensive backs. We'll do that tomorrow. And then again, Thursday, we'll kind of wrap everything up here. One final preview. I'll share my uh, final mock draft here and get ready to get ready to actually have a draft pick to talk about for the Carolina Panthers. So before I get out of here, of course, quick shout out to our friends as well over at Postmates who have been so helpful uh, through this uh, through this pandemic as well. Also, they, uh, they're still offering their $100 in free delivery credit for the first seven days. And all you got to do is go to uh, the Postmates app, download it, and use the promo code Locked on NBA, and you get that credit again. It's $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days of using the app. So that's the Postmates app with promo code Locked on NBA. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And so on that note, appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, I'm going to get out of here. Hope you guys have a a great rest of your Tuesday. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. I am out. And have yourselves a good one, folks. We'll see you soon. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.